1: Before we start the show, a word from our sponsor. Lyndon, we got sponsors. Hell yeah, we do. Well, I guess we got to thank Dash Mortgage and You First
0: Realty. Who are those guys? They're your full-service mortgage and real estate brokerage. Who is behind that? Our good friend, Dan Horgan. Dan Horgan? Yeah, he not only rips out in the water, but he's an experienced loan professional. Hmm. So what does he do? He helps out in conventional FHA, VA,
1: refi or jumbo loan products. So Dan has the lenders to make it happen. Yes, and he'll give you
0: the best service in the industry.
1: Nice. Dash mortgage with no bogus fees or points. That's right. Just give Dan five minutes of your time to hear what he can do for you. So who does all the real estate then?
0: That would be me. (laughs) What? Well, Dan has his license too, but I work under Dan. Okay. Yeah. But so, you're a real estate agent too? You know this. Oh, yeah. I remember now. I helped you get your house. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. So if you're looking to buy, sell your home, or looking for an investment property, give me a call. So not only a Ruka rep, you're an experienced realtor? Yeah. I didn't quit my day job, London. I still I still work for RUCA. <laughs> okay. I do real estate on the weekends. Yeah. I've been offering great incentive programs for all my friends and family to keep more equity in their pocket. I guess I'm not a friends or family because I never heard about this. <laughs> <laughs> but all you on the Late Night and Chalky podcast. Saul, call our office 714-784-5736 and mention the Late Night with Chalky podcast.
1: Nice. Anything else we know need to know about Dash Mortgage? Um,
0: just our California Realtor
1: BRE number 0199-3245. Okay, let's stop talking about real estate and mortgages. Let's talk about what really matters and what is that. Surf trips. And where do we like to go? Off my mind, Nicaragua. And where do we stay in Nicaragua? The one and only Mark and Dave's. Mark and Dave's. An exclusive, inclusive, all-inclusive... Oceanfront. Boutique hotel on the beach... Waves out front, ponga drops, waves down the beach, Colorado's, where I saw late night lar get shactified. Oh, insane in the membrane down there. Tons of barrels,
0: but better yet, it's not just the surf that's insane down there. It's just this compound that they have. Killer poolside, killer food, top of the line chefs,
1: you name it. It's in a safe, gated community. Uh, they'll pick you up at the airport. They'll drop you off at the uh, at the house. Um, there's ping pong table. There's horseback multi- riding. There's horseback riding. Yeah. There's world class fishing. Golfing. There's golfing. Um, the scenic. I mean, it's it's the best. You could get a massage
0: after surfing for four hours in the morning. Yeah.
1: So it's great for people that are traveling by themselves. It's a great place to bring your family. It's a great place to have a retreat. It's a great place to have, you know what I'm saying? Bachelor parties, you know what I'm saying? I think we've been there for all of the above. Uh, we might have. So, go to Mark and Dave's website and mention Late Night with Chalky podcast, and you're gonna get 200 bucks off a selected uh, off selected weeks for the rest of 2019. Oh, sign me up! This is insane. Mark and Dave's friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast.
0: We are sitting here at the Eagle and Pig Barber Shop with the famous pig barber himself, Dane Hesse. I right? Hesse. Hesse. "Hesse, Hesse, Hesse." See, we always get my this mom. From. My mom would.
2: Mom, don't don't don't. High school football games, the the parent section would complete my last name. It'd be Hess and then they'd all go E. <laughs>
3: <It> was
2: cool. <laughs> So, you, so
0: played, you
1: played football?
2: Yeah, I played football awesome. four years in high school. It's fun. fun. Nice. Team sports get the uh, the aggression out, I guess.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, and it helps you kind of develop socially anyway. Yeah. But before totally. we talk about sports, before we talk about Eagle and Pig Barber, let's talk about Dane Hess, the surfer. So Dane I used to surf a lot more. When did uh, when did you start surfing? Or
2: uh, I mean, always, I always grew up going to the beach. I grew up in North San Diego County, inland a little bit, but before there was a lot of people there. So like you could get from Escondido to Carlsbad in like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So it felt like we lived at the beach, but we were there all the time. But my dad would take me when I was like four or five. Put me with the boogie board and he would surf. Nice. And just kind of check on me and make sure I didn't drown. And that was it. And then six, seven, eight, started surfing. Yeah. And did, going from there,
0: your, so your dad surfed. Anybody, yeah, any my other dad siblings? Surfed.
2: Uh My brother did for a little bit. He never really like cared for it much. Yeah. my sister didn't. My mom didn't. And I had you know some uncles that did, but a lot of friends that surfed too. But living inland, that was a more skating or like riding BMX. So yeah, yeah. I actually didn't have that many friends that surfed until so I came up here and went to college, hmm. and then I surfed alone a lot when I was younger. A couple buddies that surfed, but yeah. For the most part, it was. But that's
0: what's cool about surfing is you don't really need a sparring mm-hmm. partner. You don't need yeah. a coach. You don't need, you know, you can just yeah. go out and do it yourself. Yeah, you I know, like that.
1: It helps, though, when your dad surfs and gets you out there early. I mean, yeah. sounds like you you had some uh, early guidance into getting you into surfing. So it, did you boogie yeah. board first or did you go straight into surfing? No, I mean, always I had a
2: boogie board around. Be. Like, yeah. when it was crappier, like, you know, the friend, random friends, like, let's go to La Jolla and go to... You know, any of random body-womping spots down there. Like, oh, what's the one? By Horseshoes. Mm. Marine Street. Nice. And you go just get wrecked. And that was fun. But, you no, know, I always surfed. Like, I only shortboarded. My dad, it's funny, like, years later, my dad was like, oh, yeah, I used to longboard all the time. But I grew up in that, like, shortboard culture. Like, no, fuck the longboarders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to Swami's and yells. The longboarders don't get waved. You take, you know, that kind of attitude. Yeah. And so I never, I surfed just a bunch of weird boards forever, yeah. which, you know, later on, I guess we talk about, like, there's, do I you love remember surfboard your, design.
1: Do you remember your first surfboard? First surfboards
2: were all, like, garage hand-me-down yeah. from dad's friends and stuff like that. A lot of random, which I don't have one here. It's getting redone. I, one of the ones that I've had the longest is this town and country it was probably like a team board because it had different, or different like uh, lambs on it, and it's real weird, weird shaped. It had a double bump pintail, and it had a rainbow finco double foil twin fin.
4: Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks.
2: It's just a weird with channels and like big V. It's just a weird super board. thick rail, super Three thick rail. <laughs> and uh, I still have that. My buddy, my so buddy Pete's restoring it right now because. So how long
0: do you have that board? Oh, since I was
2: twenty-seven. Wow. Yeah. So twenty-five years. I so wish I had. Time.
1: Yeah, I wish I had my first. That's board. the
2: only one because all the other ones you get like. Let my friends surf. They just get destroyed. You know. Yeah, yeah. Throwing them around. I didn't wear a leash for probably. From like 18 to 28, mm-hmm. it was just like a no. Screw that. Yeah, I don't need a leash. Like, you surf better. At least you think you surf better. Yeah. And, you know, Makes you try you a make, harder. Yeah, you make you make better decisions. Like, oh, I could take off super late, and you know, but I have to make the drop at least. And I have to, you know, get barreled or whatever. Now I'm holding the fat, so I want not leash this. <laughs> I can't. I can't swim that much. Well, that and there's tired. so many people in the water. Dude, you don't want to so take. You don't want to take somebody yeah, out. No. That's like the, with the longboards. None of the longboards that I have have leash plugs in them. Yeah, you so got an now, amazing
0: lineup. Are all these yours, or yeah. do you sell some? No, these are all mine. Wow. Yeah,
2: me and a buddy. Pretty it's impressive pretty, lineup here. Yeah, I have my like pride and joy set up over there. These a 10O, and then they go down in nine inches in, in pig models. And so I just got like the last piece of that, which is a seven nine, kind of like mini pig. Yeah. For like you know. Churches or something. Who, that was
0: who's, who's shaping your board? You get a little bit from everybody. So those
2: four pigs are all shaped by Jim Phillips, Jim the Genius, Ooh. down in Encinitas. He's like a, you know, a legend in the industry. Yeah, and been fortunate enough to become friends with him over the years, and so I just call him up and stand there and watch him shape. It's, he like, it's like he's jazz dancing or something as he like runs up and down with the planer, and he's super fast. And he does a lot of custom woodwork and stuff too. So like the the ten inch has like a two inch balsa stringer that he just cut and he does all his own blanks for the most part and uh and then growing up my first like custom shape boards were from gary hanel down in san diego okay he was actually my dad shaper as a kid and wow he was, that's uh, killer he was a math teacher at the high school i went to Huh. and so he shaped you just go to his house and he had a shaping shack in the backyard and go there and take him all sorts of weird boards that i got at garage sales and he would you know we'd modernize them and yeah it was really fun it, it was it was cool
0: that's cool it's a, it's cool to get into the you know the construction side the design side of, of mm-hmm. surfboards you know it's one thing to pick it off the rack but when you have a connection with a you know a shaper and you're in there with him it just it, it feels yeah you know
2: gives that more that much more meaning yeah meaning. yeah yeah I take as good a care of my boards as I can too like yeah. because of that like I don't I'm not gonna just destroy them and beat the crap out of them yeah. way. Because they the are works of art. They are. And, I mean, they're expensive. Yeah. They're not cheap. Yeah. Standard shortboard now is so expensive if you don't have, a, like, a connection or hookup. So, yeah. you know, if you're going to custom order something, you yeah. make it worth, you
1: know, worth the time and the effort and the money. So going back to the early age, you, do you remember you surfed up and down San Diego?
2: Yeah, I surfed mostly because, like, Escondido, straight shot... Del Dios Highway would be to like Del Mar. Yeah. Or um, you would do like the 78 to Palmer Airport Road. And that's like straight to Carlsbad yeah. or in you know, Oceanside Harbor. I love I love going like Oceanside Harbor, super fun. Yeah. It gets a ton of different swell direction. And it used to not be as crowded as it. it's so crowded now too.
1: Everywhere is crowded now. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> it's so crazy. But yeah, I surfed there a lot. There the spot like I surfed mostly was a spot called Hole in the Wall. And Carl's bad it's this weird stretch like a dirt parking lot and you have to like walk down the cliff you can surf there by yourself most of the time yeah which is like you know it's awesome like here you know I mean I don't remember the last time I surf so that's why I surf you know State Beach in front of the power plant because yeah. even if it's not as good there's typically less people yeah and I just get I get angry. Like, <laughs> I just get mad.
0: You're, you're not you're not a Blackie's look like howling no, out with the no, other thousand
2: people. No way. Like I can't do that. Like yeah. even on the longboards. Like I'll I'd rather go. I'll go surf State Park and like weird, yeah. you know, kind of semi-walled, yeah, barrelly whatever. The older a pig. we
1: the older we get, the farther we try to find, or the more we try to find empty spots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes yeah. you know,
0: like. I see you out. You gotta go <laughs> hang at the hot dogs, dude. at the freaking oh, pier, and the real day. South side of the pier,
2: how we I surfed with Jay from Outpost the, the, day, the day I saw you. And yeah. When we got out, it was like twenty five people, and it was manageable. But there's like the the total mix of surf level. Right? You have really, really good surfers, yeah. and they can paddle for days. And I used to be like that, but I don't. I don't. I don't surf as much as I used to. Like I have to surf in the morning before work at the tide. You know, at the, I'm really. Kind of screwed by conditions and everything yeah. now and then as like people start to show up and now there's like a hundred people south side and like you can't catch you can catch waves but like you're there's always something where you're yeah. you're just yeah. like you can't get out of the way and it yeah. just I get so much stress and Especially anxiety it takes that, it all
1: that period in time uh only the only place breaking was there yeah. so everybody was there yeah it was brutal <laughs> yeah it was a really bad
2: winter late winter spring surf yeah not month, a lot of but. runs the sand and everything here is so jacked to the beach is so long it's yeah like basically it's, big old trough out there with, yeah
1: it's it's finally getting better yeah. like there's more waves in, in different spots again thank god mm-hmm. um so going back in the early days early days did you did you ever surf contests or
2: no never i i played since i played sports yeah like i got the competitive thing out but like as you could probably pick up on like the competitive side of surfing. i would never have enjoyed yeah. like there's those moments, like the first time I ever surfed called Salt Creek when I moved up here and you're like pecking order lineup and you like, you take off. If, if you want more waves, you got to go deeper yeah. and you, you have to make waves and you have to like prove to the lineup that you're allowed to be out there and then yeah. you, you can get, you know, some volume, but
0: yeah. It's intense, like, intense lineup. That down place there. is crazy. And I, yeah. so I
2: never, it's the same. It's like, I'll go to the other side. Won't surf strands point, but we'll surf you know surf in the middle. There's that rock pile there, yeah, and it's a little sketchier. It's, you know, a rock pile you can bounce off of, and it's not as good typically, yeah. But and especially with all the houses, like the sand doesn't fill in or anything anymore. So it's, but it's that more of that lonesome, like or just a couple buddies surfing instead
0: of sitting in that freaking. I can't do it. Like, yeah. Did you... When? What time... At what age did you move up to Orange County? Did you uh, say
2: that? I, so I moved up here when I was 18. I went to college here in Costa Mesa. Yeah. At Vanguard. Um, got my degree in history and political science. And I was going to be a... Theoretically going to be a lawyer. <laughs> that's crazy. That didn't go... <laughs> yeah.
1: That didn't go that way. What... When did you... Like, how old were you when you were thinking, Hey, you know what? I think I want to be a lawyer. Or, well... Cause that's so a huge... I,
0: I, you got to make that decision
2: in high school. Like, oh, yeah. Right? And I didn't, like... And I didn't work hard enough in college overall like my so my degree path when I started I grew up in like a pentecostal christian house so like when I got up vanguard's a private christian school so I was actually supposed to come up here and like do like the pastor track like I have a personality I connect with people well that was like what I was told as a kid you're gonna be a pastor and then I got there and it was just like too much indoctrination for the denomination that the school is governed by so if you're in that in that that theology department you're really just getting taught a certain thing in, yeah. in like a forward direction so you can you know move forward you know whatever their their goals and objectives were and I just didn't like that like I'm, in, I'm in school if I'm going to spend a bunch of money I want to learn yeah and I want to be pressured to like try to get better and try to get smarter so I switched to history political science because you could fight a little bit yeah and you could have difficult conversations about you know political philosophy or i don't know anything the yeah. entire spectrum so i got a lot more and so through that i was like oh like i'd be it'd probably be a good lawyer but all my general ed classes i got C's in. all my like all my <laughs> my division classes i got a's in yeah and i didn't have you know i had like a 3.5 gpa and you need a lot better than
3: that to <laughs> law school. how did
0: that translate over to the, your, your parents when you told me you didn't want to become a lawyer uh, so it's funny so at the time I was actually I was married my parents
2: were pretty like I'm stubborn I do what I want yeah right so like they they learned at a very young age like of my young age like we'll just make the decision to like either press him if we really think we have to or we'll just let him like I learned from my mistakes like we're staring at half of $35,000 worth of Boxes for like a next trip company and I totally overlooked the fact that shipping per box is astronomically expensive and I basically have <laughs> no margins whatsoever. So I have to like, you know, game plan to fix that, right? And so my parents were okay. They were like, how are you, and, and the biggest theme was like, I'm selling myself short on my potential, yeah. which sucked because I had to, I had to really press myself. Like, are you, are you making the right choice? Yeah. Because it's, it could be, you know, theoretically catastrophically you're you know wasting this opportunity yeah what was funnier what actually really drove me to do it is my ex-wife's i was married for like eight years my ex-wife's parents had these expectations for me as well i think in relationship to their daughter but they weren't really communic- they didn't communicate them very well and so i remember sitting like at their house and telling them like yeah i think i'm gonna go to barber school instead of going to law school
0: Wow. and uh it didn't go well <laughs> it got really quiet and awkward <laughs> to get a bed. Yeah, but like that's a you know complete opposite totally. of the spectrum
2: yeah i'm going from white collar to blue collar but i grew up i grew up, I grew up like
0: construction family so yeah. like, the idea of sitting in an office always
2: scared me a little
0: did, bit did you have a passion for like like hair and barber you know like that kind of like or do you decide like, to be fun playing and...
2: soccer growing up it was kind of always like you'd have like team parties or something and, I wound up cutting people's hair, but it wasn't like I was trying, like, oh I'll give you a mohawk real fast or I'll shave your head, like that kind of stuff. But yeah. Never no I mean the internet didn't exist the same way either. So it wasn't like you're watching videos or yeah. You know, anything like that. YouTube you but you thought, yeah, like, yeah, the barbershop was like where I went to get my hair cut. You, know? you thought cool
0: atmosphere, yeah. your own schedule, your own boss. Yeah, like yeah. you know. That That's kind what of it came appeal. down
2: to. Now I'm I'm an absolute I'm trapped. Like it's the, the only way to make money in, in my business at least my theory in anything is consistency Yeah. so like for me it's like we're on th- I'm on 30 minute haircut times you have to be here when you say you're gonna be here so I'm here Tuesday through Friday 9 to 7 yeah. and I'm here those days and I make sure you like you, you know, gotta turn balance burn up. my schedule yeah. 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 and to live in this area this area is expensive so there's this quantity and quality thing that I'm, I'm constantly chasing in the barbershop because yeah, I like I don't know I can't I'm not gonna commute from like Corona to come <laughs> here to cut hair. I just live in Corona, you know? Yeah.
0: Do, do the, uh, you know, I, I'm i bald, by yeah. the way, so I don't really know much about barbershops, but uh, <laughs> I probably should. Um, but do you, do people come in here and ask for like, hey, give me the like trendy haircut? Or do sure. they come in and, and like know what they want? Or is it kind of a balance between? It's, it's everything.
2: You get like the kids that wanna look like, you know, they, some European soccer player. Yeah. Have, um, you know, um, and they bring in photos I, or show yeah, you sometimes like, yeah. yeah and I prefer that like some dudes think that that's like you know makes them look dumb but it's it, like qualifying questions and yeah. make sure you're doing what people want Yeah, like you would be really quick like you want yeah. okay straight razor or you want to like box shaver yeah. on your head you know like it's really simple Yeah. but if you came in you're like I haven't cut my hair short in 10 years I don't know what I want I'm I might have to sit there and ask you a bunch of questions or yeah. do you have any photos or like is there somebody that you what look you like? Into? Yeah, what you, uh, and then typically, since you're like tan with dark hair, you're gonna show me a right. picture of like a blonde boy with like pale white skin. <laughs> like, I want to look like him.
0: I want the David Beckham hat. A haircut. It. could you add it's inches to like... my height? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's <laughs> gonna make
2: me look taller. The best is when bald dudes come in and they show they show you haircuts of dudes with like big, hair. thick hair. <laughs> And can like, you
0: can you do a comb-over? I over? can't do that.
2: Like, <laughs> I'm not God.
0: That's why that's why exactly. I, I went to I embraced my 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 breath.
2: I can't change the fact that your hair fell out at a young age. I'm sorry. That's just that's what happens. You yeah. know, like I don't let's create a shit create a haircut that works good and makes
1: you look good. And, I could run really fast though.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: I hate to jump back and forth. We always do it oh, anyway. No, but um, as a grom growing up, was there a local surf shop that you, you went to? Or? Yeah, the first surf shop that
2: I would go to um, was a shop called Ocean Snow in Escondido. It was kind of like a staple shop for a while. Okay, um, and they did their they, they were the first shop like kind of pre-active ride shops. You know, active never put it. Yeah. They did surf, they did skate, but they did you know they had a skate section, they had snowboard section, and they had surf section, and it was owned by one of my dad's like high school like buddies family. That's cool. Nice. And so we go we went there for a while and then they ended up closing up shop. And then like on the beach it was always like if you know we're out, you know, it was surf ride in Oceanside and Mitch's yeah. and like Salon or you know, Insanitas. Yeah. Or Incenita Surf Shop too going there all the time. I've when never the waves been in that one. Really? It's yeah. a cool shop. It's like yeah. it's a it's like Frog top. House where it's yeah. like a core shop and it's crammed in, like it's tiny and yeah. old and mm-hmm. like they have a big used board section, they have a you know a huge section of you know new stuff.
0: Salty dogs working there. For yeah, the kind of like, stand, kinda
2: standoffish, like
0: <laughs> super knowledgeable but intimidating exactly. when you walk in. Exactly. They
2: don't say they don't have a corporate policy to say, yeah, hey guys,
0: <laughs> welcome to the surf shop.
2: It's yeah. like what do you want? You're <laughs> bothering yeah. us. <laughs> Let's see what this guy walks in and looks at right now. Oh, he's going straight to the cheapest board to the to rack. <laughs> I'm not
0: gonna talk to him. Um, I'm but those are the coolest shops that have oh, like, I love, like, yeah, the atmosphere right, and yeah. like the,
1: the history and the culture yeah. and you, you know you want to hang out there yep absolutely yeah they're the best did you go on any surf trips with your pops or friends so or?
2: like we didn't grow we didn't have a ton of money growing up so we camped a lot so we camped to the beach a lot Sick. like all through san diego county and then we camped in baja a lot so yeah. i got to go to baja a ton as a kid and surf which is yep. really really good um uh, It's a poor man's dream trip. Dude, it's great. Like, some of the best surf trips have been down there. Yeah. Like, there's this spot. It's like an American-Mexican dude that owns um, a piece of property just south of um, Salsa Puertas called Salamondo. Mm. It's just, like, kind of a rolling beach campground. It's got, like, a little parking lot where you... And it's not, like, nice. Yeah. But it had these random little rock points through the whole campground. And so you kind of walk around and you'd see, like swell directions right you would get like these random little like there's one point that you would get these little left hand dredgers like you had to take off straight up and down with your arm in and like hope that you'd like bounce off the bottom and get get it barely otherwise you're just gonna get you know rolled up on yeah um but nobody nobody there so we go down with uh, we had one camping trip one time there's like 10 of us buddies Drink it up on the on the cliff There's supposed to be waves there weren't so we drank too much and then as the sun starts coming down and the tide and you're like oh there's there's like a wave and so we're all liquored up you're, like, you're all
0: six foot in glass and glassy yeah exactly it wasn't it was this big
2: <laughs> but we had so much fun because it just yeah it's it, it just yeah, you're those in are a different a cool country ex- like, those are the
0: cool experiences when you, you yeah. know it's like and it's, just, right yeah, and it's right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, you're right in front. You're doing your, your, your classic beach day with your bros or dad or whoever, yep. having a couple beers and you're Yeah, yeah we anything's would fun.
2: Sit in the back of like the you know, whatever whoever's car back it in, sit there and drink Coronas and tequila light and, off some fireworks. Yeah, light off fireworks. <laughs> if you're in Mexico, cool. why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well loved it. But yeah, going there a lot, like yeah. it was good. There's a lot of especially as a kid there's so many good spots to surf down there if you just drive and look. Yeah. And uncrowded. Yeah. And then like my dad, my dad was going down there, you know, he was like still a surfer in high school. So like he was going down there for years and so he would like, you know, go to this neighborhood and you have to pay the dude at, you know, that house, you know, 10 bucks to watch your car but you're good and it's, you know, a freaking, you know, flat rock bottom, you know, mini point break in some yeah. random Mexican neighborhood and you're just, perfect ways by yourself get out and then you get you know fish tacos from like the lady right oh, there. sign you know? me up dude. i know <laughs> I, was just, I was just
0: in las gaviotas uh, a couple oh, weeks ago yeah. with my family gaviotas is awesome and it's just i mean you go down there and it's just
1: it's so nice mm-hmm. i love baja i do too i Are like we, cabo a lot now oh damn cabo is amazing we uh did a friend our friend wyatt's uh three-day bachelor party down there and, and gaviotas served, uh, no we well what we do yeah, we say yeah gaviotas yeah we stayed at Yaviotis, but we surfed uh, Pemex Ros- Plant- Ros- Ros- oh, P- Be- oh my gosh Yeah, that it was good? it was amazing yeah. for like three days in a row that's rad it wasn't crowded some like some parts of the day was just us yeah, yeah. and it was it wasn't too cold but it was just firing the yeah, whole so time peaks
0: up and down the beach yeah, well yeah. Sort of nobody cool. out especially
2: down there like you go to like Baja Malibu or Puerto Nuevo like, yeah. any of those spots like well, obviously you go to Puerto Nuevo for lobsters but yeah you can like walk 10 houses down and have your own peak you know doubled up peak yeah you know a frames and yeah yeah i love there's so much it makes me want to go yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> right I mean, next next it, interview uh, down next let yeah, do this. yeah. yeah. over rare. a couple yeah.
1: beers yeah. yeah hell yeah so you so on the beach have you ever gotten to go anywhere else outside of <laughs> no we've the australia and Dude, the, the, Australia.
2: The, it was great. I didn't surf.
0: What?
3: <laughs>
2: Did you go with Jay? We went, no. Uh, yes, I would, that's what would have happened. It would just drank the whole time. No, we, uh, I went, so, like, one of the questions on here is, like, sponsors. I've been working with this uh, Australian-based uh, hair product company called Uppercut Deluxe. Yeah. yeah. For almost 10 years, now, eight, nine years now. Yeah. And uh, we went over, and we tried to surf uh, a couple of dudes on the team that surf, um, and uh, we were in Newcastle which is New like New a poor town yeah. and the spot they wanted to serve so it was I was kind of annoyed but there's like the like the, you Maybe know, the, beach. the harbor comes out this way right it's got the break wall and then it's got this weird natural bay that kind of wraps around yeah. and the swell direction was being blocked by that so like but the break wall for the harbor entrance and so this spot was like two to three foot and kind of like inconsistent and weird and the tide was funny but we had come from the other corner and it was like head high, yeah. And like that's where like, they hold the contest like, down r- in the other yeah, corner, running like, like running barrels, yeah. And corner, everybody they had like longboards and like nobody wanted to surf there. I was kind of bummed. So we go <laughs> down to the other spot, and there's a couple locals there that one of the guys that we were with knew. And the first thing they talk about is that they were in the water the day before and they had caught a 17 foot great white. No right. way, right? Like you're like I'm not because they, they're pointing like the boat is like was right there and it's like. Surfing the boat. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's been real sharky lately, Mike. <laughs> nah. I'll just uh, watch from the beach. I will just watch you guys surf shitty waves for what the opportunity oh, to maybe. So get... your
0: experience of going all the way to Australia is is yeah,
2: sharks. And then we went we went to Byron Bay, and it's got the Lighthouse Point. Yeah, and actually the natural reserve had waves. Um, and so we went down, and one of the rangers was like, "Yeah, you can go in there, but you basically you have you'll be trapped. Like you you'll be on the beach all day. But they were doing like a controlled back burn for the forest there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so like you can go to the beach, but like you probably won't be able to get out until you know five, six, seven o'clock tonight if all if everything goes good and like the burn goes well. Or you might have to stay on the beach overnight. <laughs> and it was like we gotta get on the road in like three hours. Yeah. How long were you there? For? I only slept for like two. Uh, I was there for say, nine days. Wow! Yeah, it was cool. We started in. I flew into Brisbane, and then we drove south to Sydney, and so we stopped in um, Byron Bay for a night. We stopped in Newcastle for a night, and cool. then was in Brizzy and and uh, Sydney for like the bookends of it.
1: So let's backtrack again. When you did you graduate from college from Vanguard? Yeah, okay. I got my degree. In got industry. your degree, and then. Yeah. Yeah, you you were at a turning point yeah. of your career, and you said,
2: "I'm gonna go to barber school." Okay. Oh uh, yeah. So like, my ex father in law was like, "Then just put on the extra, the extra like, oh no, you you gotta do a lawyer, you gotta be a lawyer, blah blah blah." Ruts it, and he just hands me a check. Right. It's like here, this is for like your LSAT like study courses. Whoa. And I was like, I don't know. Like wow, no. and that was probably the moment where I was like, "Fuck you, fuck all of you. I'm gonna do this. <laughs> and if it works out, it works out. And if not, I'll figure yeah. it out. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like I'm 22 years old. Like, I have plenty of time to yeah. figure my like. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal, you know. Yeah. And uh, and then he actually ended up apologizing, and he, he handed me the same check, and he's like, well, like, "You can use this I, for barber school." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool."
0: Well, you feel like their intentions. We're in the right place, but you know, if you're not passionate about totally, what you want to yeah. do, it's, it's, you don't want to let them down and go down the route that, you know, hey, I did this because I got pressured. Yeah. You knew the end result wouldn't be great. Yeah. Life's too
1: short to live with regret. Yeah, totally, right?
0: thousand
2: percent. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, So
0: barber school, go. you, I see you here in Anaheim. Yeah, where in a crime to a linking in the five. <laughs> in the, yeah.
2: the barber school just went out of business recently because. Uh, there was an old, uh, this dude, he was from the, the Navy, like, proud, like, Polish dude. He was in the Navy, and it was a really good barber shop, <coughs> or, I mean, barber school. Um, it was kind of like a chop shop. Okay. So you didn't really learn a lot, like, what you're supposed to learn for a state board or whatever. You didn't learn, you know, you, we didn't do book work unless you did it yourself. Like, you, you kind of had to do your. So, like, having gone to college yeah, and then going to that, like, the textbook is like your, you know sophomore high school biology book it's got bold letters like and it, no offense to anybody in my profession but a lot of guys in my industry like barbering is like their way out or their second chance or like they, they choose it because it's somebody's told them that they can do that or that's all they can do you should try this like mm, yeah there's not a like i made the conscious like decision like i don't know i you think felt I, a I think i can do it yeah, like, yeah. And I also had, like, a plan in my head of what I wanted going into the future, you know? Yeah. Where some guys didn't. But the owner of the barbershop was really, really good dude. Like, he was tough. The barbershop then was only, like, seven grand. But then they got FAFSA. And then he died, and his kids ran it kind of into the ground. Oh. And then it closed because they were embezzling money from FAFSA. So, oh, wow. <laughs> you're like... It Crazy. sucked because it was such a good school. It's in the, I mean, it's not the hood. It's right across from Anaheim high school. Yeah. So you have a ton of good, good traffic and you get a lot of technical haircuts, especially mm-hmm. like skin fades and stuff that, yeah. you know, barbers aren't necessarily good at like, cause you don't learn, you don't have you know, that refined by fire. Like my first, I mean, it's the world's easiest haircut now, but my first haircut on the first Sunday. So the, the old man would let us cut on Sundays and, uh, that was if he liked you and you could keep the money so like Monday through Saturday was like school and they kept the money you got to keep your tips but Sundays you could come work and make money so I did a a one on top medium skin fade, which is literally like probably if I did it fast like six or seven minutes wow it took me like two hours the first time (laughs) and it's some cholo gangbanger that we ended up becoming friends like that down the you know my barber school for ten months so like you know halfway through and that dude kept giving me a shot he's like it wasn't that bad it just took forever like i, I gotta be out of here in like 40 minutes this time
3: like <laughs> okay i <sighs> <sighs> sweating
2: you're like just, can you the, move your gun? exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's your big old anaheim tattoo in his throat like any the angels which is you know we had rival sets of gang members that come into that yeah. barber school which is cool like wow respect was like yeah i don't fucking like you but yeah, we're in a safe place right now Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna leave first shop is a church for yeah, some it people it totally is absolutely is that's so crazy it's a, it's a safe space
0: and, and I'm, I'm sure you know the, the stories of the, the gossip you hear or the, you know people yeah. love to talk during, totally. you know, during the and sittings and yeah, stuff. I know
2: I know most everything about most people
0: so now you're a psychiatrist totally. <laughs> it was
2: so now there's two dudes there's Justin that cuts in that chair there and then yeah. Richie cuts on the other side of the wall and um But originally, I was in here by myself for five years. And then that was... Real quick. How long have you been in business? Uh, So, August will be the start of my 10th year. 10 years. In the shop. Congrats. Dude, that's that's insane. I think we should have a party. Yeah, I'm glad we're going to have a party for sure. (laughs) It's going to be a rager. We won't be here. It'll be be a way fair. We drink at Wayfair all the time. We'll be there. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Is it. 10 years so you yeah 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 cause well yeah, next August would be like the 10th like 10 years cause I signed my lease in 2000 2010 okay here in this building and uh yeah it's it's good but I was by myself for a long time and I definitely like had a lot more of that psychiatrist psychologist therapist yeah I'd get dudes that come in here and uh, they'd bare their Vent. soul yeah. one way or the other yeah. you know like any good bad whatever yeah and you know some of those dudes still come here and it's changed because <laughs> there's now there's at any given time there's six to ten people in the shop so you're not gonna you're not gonna air your laundry yeah. same way yeah. that, yeah. that you did before i've always I, and i've thought like i think as i get older i'll probably get back to that yeah i almost went back to school to get a uh, psychology degree yeah just so i'd have a little more <clears throat> like foundation for like properly asking the right questions yeah. to help people if if they want it or if yeah. they're seeking that
1: yeah And
2: then that was the same, like, I don't want to spend the money and I don't want to do 3,000 hours of free work when I have a job that pays me just fine to come, you
0: know? Yeah. So when you, when you graduated uh, from barber school and you, you you came and set up this shop or did you go work at? So I worked at a shop in
2: in CDM for like nine to 10 months, nine months, right after barber school. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh. In Corona Del Mar. Yeah. Right by the C's candy shop. Okay. it's called Kornigal Bar. there's actually another barber shop in there that now
1: is it an old school one or is it Kinda like a... kind of
2: not the lady that owned it her name is Connie she was really cool she, like, she took me in fresh out of barber school into that kind of that shop uh, and it was a good experience for me she was technically a stylist so I learned a little bit more of like cutting with the shears because like I said I went to like a hood barber school Yeah. so we didn't really the scissors were not like, like oh let's now let's do this blending with these scissors it was like clippers mostly and you kind of had to figure some of the other stuff out on your own. And so Connie took me in and took a chance on me. And, uh... But the situation was kind of weird, and so I ended up getting this, this spot, and then she found out, so she fired me. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh... Yeah. I wasn't doing haircuts. I wasn't stealing customers or anything, but yeah. it is kind of faux pas.
1: Yeah. And, uh... But... It, so you, it is you... what it is. You worked there for how long? Like nine months. Nine months? Yeah, it was a good shop. And then you said, you know what, I'm gonna... Branch out on my own. Yeah,
2: it was just a situation, like, wasn't, like, long-term. Yeah. Like, her daughter worked there, too, Abby, and Abby's a great barber, but, um, it was just, like, them. You, yeah, And yeah. they worked fine together, but nobody had lasted, like, any other employee that had been there, nobody had lasted more than, like, a, a year or so, yeah. because it just...
1: It's difficult to work for people like that. Yeah, and I don't, <laughs> I don't like
2: having a boss at yeah, all anyway, yeah. so... It was never gonna be long term. I yeah. was never ever gonna sit in some. Other, I was gonna do my own thing. But
0: yeah. So did you have like by then like a, a decent amount of clientele? Like no, I what?
2: started from scratch in here. I didn't. I didn't pursue any of the customers. She actually. She did send some. I think the ones she didn't like that much. Yeah. She <laughs> sent up here for a little while, and then, you know, but then I started. From, yeah, like building. Like okay, I'm gonna build out, and I, I had three jobs so that I could justify paying the rent in here. I had another buddy that we split it for the first like six months or so. And, um, but then it just kind of, it took like,
1: I mean, striking out on your own is such a
3: big endeavor. uh, It's a big endeavor, right? Like being your own own
1: own. boss has a lot of responsibility and work and stress and, you know what I mean? That's, but a ton of reward. too. But it's a great American story. Totally.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm totally, I love my job. I started off the year like, fuck, I love going to work. Like, and I hadn't felt that in a long time. And I think sometimes you get stuck and like, I gotta go in or that customer or whatever. And I'm moody like everybody else can be. So, you know, some days I come in, I don't want to see half the people that are coming in because they annoy the crap out of me when I'm in a bad mood. But not (laughs) all the current
0: customers, you guys all rock. You guys are the best. Yeah.
2: These were like way back in the day. (laughs) So, no, my customers, no, they all straight tell them. like dude you're always fucking late like you know, so <laughs> we make we have these beer savage which is another like, yes we love oh, beer we savage love Beer savage. what a, another like mm, tyler and got, yeah tyler and fudo, fudo and, of course yeah fudo. we're good oh, friends with those guys yeah we, good, need, we need to get a sponsorship dudes. from them dude you should dude <laughs> yeah absolutely some right. shotgun i'll send you home with the shotgun the shotgun this party starter. party starter yeah, yeah. so so we make people shotgun beers when they're late oh sick yeah so you don't get to enjoy that. I shove late cold. every Do you want time. To
3: beer <laughs> What if I shove oh,
2: really late out.
1: <laughs> sure, sure. So going back to three, three
0: right quarters up. lights coming up.
2: Thank oh. you, sir. I have a new beer sponsor. We're getting a kegerator here soon, too. Ooh. Yes. Beach
0: Grease.
3: What that? is it called?
1: Beach Grease. B-street. Beach Street. Beach Grease. Beach Grease. Beach Grease. Sorry. Yeah. He needs to clear out the surfers'
0: wax. Yeah. Ears.
1: My ears are... Pretty yeah. bad, and I don't want to go to the doctor to see. Yeah. No, I'll never get them drilled. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. just. Uh... Some of my
2: buddies that have done that, it it just seems like the most miserable sketch. And yeah,
0: you're you like you're messing with something so. Weird. Yeah, oh, that's such a good sound. So thank you. That tastes amazing. Um, so you opened this shop, and did you have a name right off the bat? Because you know kind it's of eagle and pig barber shop they call you pig but how'd you get your nickname so when i was in
2: barber school they had this we had like i was there like i said I was there like 10 months we had like four different teachers in that 10 months because the old man just kept firing people and hiring people back <laughs> in but the one was like a little more structured than others so she had us do this like dream board or whatever where you had to write out you know what you want out of your barbering career like what, yeah. what do you expect wow yeah. like and, a business which plan. was great yeah, yeah. it was a one all you had to do is a one pager and like i said guys in my industry have the tendency to not be the most scholastic. So yeah. some of those dudes are like, we're not going to let you take your barber test until you finish this one page. It's like, what would you name your barber shop if you had one? It's like <laughs> stupid questions. It's like, oh, god. But so uh, at the time, uh, me and a buddy, uh, my buddy Tom, we had started a surfboard company called orange surfboards and just go shaping and designing, you know, what we like to surf. Yeah. I've always had an issue with brands and like not wanting to represent brands very much. So like doing that on, on our own was cool. Um, yeah. DIY your own ideas. your own Yeah. Like color, color schemes and, and shapes and you know, any of that kind of stuff. And, um, uh, i got into surfing pigs then, like the traditional like 50s and like late 50s early 60s style surfboards, and yeah. so i was like oh dude, my barber shop the pig or something like that and that's so that cool. was the name on there and then when we, when we got to the shop me and my buddy sean that we shared it for a little while together um he was doing like american like furniture clothing vintage stuff mm. yeah and so that's where the eagle came from in the name and then the pig just kind of stuck and my friend started you know calling me pig barber and then when Instagram became something, that's like one of my, like I, I told you guys before, like I don't really have a computer even. Well, so one of my buddies yeah. set it up as, my Instagram as pig barber. And that's just been that. Now. Well,
0: you, your shop looks like it could be almost a tattoo parlor. I mean, you're loaded with, with tattoos. and Yeah, I, it's... it. I mean, it's got a cool rustic,
1: like, kind of authentic, yeah.
0: like, look. which it's
2: is the cheapest way to decorate the walls. Well,
1: I mean, that... Your name is, fits what your barber shop Looks like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's freaking dope, and I and I
0: love the quote on your, your website. Uh, I am very proud yeah. to be called a pig. It stands for pride, integrity, and gut yeah. Yeah. and that's by Ronald Reagan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wow, yeah, I cool. freaking love that. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, one of my customers. Leave it, leave it to Jay, our investigative,
1: investigative uh, reporter, yeah. journalist here, out there on the beat. To hey, so bring just, up yeah. that kind of uh... <laughs> Wikipedia, <laughs> who is this oh, guy? Really, <laughs> <dude>? <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. shit. Yeah. Not just good top, looks, you got brains too. Top, yeah. top,
0: top 100 most impressive barbers in, in, in Costa Mesa. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> just
2: kidding. Yeah, I got Hipster Barber of the Year one here. Oh, I believe
0: it. I believe it. So, what, so, like, I'm sure you do a ton of the, the, the surf skate, you know, lifestyle brands around yeah. here. You yeah, get, totally. you get a bunch of the executives or, or yeah, staff. I've, you're or, in the
2: heart of. Yeah, and that was part of, like, putting the shop over here. I knew that. You're, because of some of my friends and the people I knew in the surf, industry. You, you started
0: yeah. a surf brand or bu- surfboard yeah. building. You had a, you had a tie it. Yeah. What was that uh, called?
1: Orange, orange surfboards. Orange surfboards.
2: Yeah, so all those pigs have, we did, it's a pig barber model. But those are the only four, except for one that snuck by that my buddy's sister bought. Yeah. And I tried I tried to steal it from, from them recently because it's the only other board that has that laminate on it. And I don't want anybody else to have them. So yeah. she's, I'm first round of refusal if she ever gets rid
0: of it which she probably won't but yeah. I want that back well who, I mean any any famous people out, outside the surf in in you know action sports industry you, you cater to uh, any tattoo artists you, you work with no
2: I've had the opportunity to cut a lot of cool people's hair yeah but <laughs> the cooler you are or the more successful you are typically like you, you don't fit into the shop very well here because <laughs> your expectations are like I can get it when I want it yeah um, and so it gets a little and I won't throw yeah. anybody under the bus here but I have an but.
0: opening at 3 o'clock
2: on Thursday and they're like
0: that's not gonna work for me or like, I guess it doesn't work for yeah, me yeah. or you and i like oh, I'm really
2: good like people that I like people that I enjoy having in the yeah. shop I'll book early or late like yeah. if they can do it and they don't you know bust with some of my friends like the yeah. schedule's busy like yeah. I'm, I'm booked up a week or two in advance. And so I like, getting, you know, the people I really enjoy like, that I actually live life with, sometimes I have to make concessions so that they can get, get a haircut. Hey, yeah, I got this. And we can even just catch up, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. it sucks.
0: But. Hey, I got this hot date on Saturday night, can it, I come in, and, can you meet me at eight? Yeah, exactly. Right? And like, you get, that's the thing. Do you, do, you, do you seriously get some of those? Absolutely, I'll get, I'll get dudes <laughs> that are like, hey, I, uh, I just got my
2: engagement ring and I can't, it's burning a hole in my pocket. Like, I'm gonna do it, you know, this weekend. And I'm like, all right, yeah, dude, I got you. Don't worry about it. Like, I'll, I'll make time for you because I want you to look. Good. Like, that's the community aspect of, that's awesome, of the martyr yeah. shop. Later. Yeah. But it will also be like, I'll be a dick to you if you're a dick to me. You know. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, hey, this is my shop. Yeah. There are rules, yeah. and the rules help it freaking move forward. Yeah. Well, you know. You know what's funny? The rules is are: like, you
0: show up late, you get up half the shotgun. I'll, in the
2: and I'll do this is like so for sure. You know, obviously, it's this, this a surf podcast we're doing. That's what I fucking hate about surfing now, is there are no fucking rules anymore. Nobody knows the rules. Leashes, wetsuits, they have created a culture where it's like, oh, I don't know, man, I do CrossFit, I'm super in shape. Like, I'm going to start surfing. i move to Southern California. I'm <laughs> <laughs> from Nebraska. And don't have any guidance, right? My dad taught me, like, okay, yeah. The, if you're watching, you know, the lineup and that's where the waves at, you know, find two spots on the beach. You're probably going to catch the most waves if you stay in between the people sitting here. Oh, I, yeah. don't, I can't paddle forever, so I'm just going to float with the current. And yeah.
0: Like, I, oh, I, f- I tell people all the time, I'm all, you're only going to get as good as, as how many, you know, obviously how much time you spend in the water, but how many waves you catch. So why are you going to go paddle out the most crowded spot and yeah. not catch any waves? Go down the beach. Yeah. Catch a lot of waves down
1: there. Yeah. Like, I think Don't get my to way. tell the... People that have surf camps and schools and blah 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 to teach surf etiquette. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think absolutely that would be a step in the right direction because yeah. you're right. I mean, there's, you know, and, and we're in the surf industry, so we we welcome people to surfing, mm-hmm. but have some knowledge yeah. of etiquette. Yeah, and, absolutely, and follow that. Yeah, you like, know, because. Yeah, don't maybe. paddle there. Like, yeah. like yeah. I'm going, the waves are breaking to
2: the right. I'm going to paddle right here into this. Hey, Lance Burkhart will put you in your place. Exactly. Real quick. <laughs> Yankee on that leash. <laughs> turtle, turtle. Uh, yeah, I can't stand that. Yeah. Richie, so Richie grew up in Santa Ana and he never really did the beach a lot. And uh, we did a photo shoot for that beer company a while back and we got a pff, beach grease. Beach grease, yeah. They're based out of Vista. And, um, we uh, I had I had a couple of beater boards that I've since gotten rid of and put Richie on one and was like trying to push him into waves, and it was like it was funny to watch. And after he's like, I really want to I want to catch a wave now. Like yeah. he kind of almost stood up and all um, and then fell and then sprung off the bottom. I'm like dude, you can't like you don't like. Got to protect your nog in there, dude. Like yeah. tail here, he just like a mermaid comes out of the water. Like, you, <laughs> I thought I thought he was gonna split his brains wide open.
0: <laughs> and, and that's like like going back to just surf etiquette. It's not hey where you sit in the lineup, but it's also how to avoid injury and yeah. stuff and like. Perfect mm-hmm. Example of you is like, dude, this board can come spear you right yeah. in the head if you're not coming oh, up with your dude. arms in front of you so, don't go head first into the sandbar i
2: used to do surf lessons for toes on the nose when i was in my like period of trying not to have a job do enough jobs to make like i was selling advertising and writing articles for a mma magazine what Ooh. the hell yeah one of my you just turned into the most so interesting this, man
1: in, in uh, barber
2: so this Barber-dom. barber this book right here by bobby Pittman. he only did that for this book. this is one of the raunchiest joke books you'll ever read like a lot of the n-word and the <laughs> racist stuff what's it called again it's called all-time best joke okay. he made this book he's like publishing in paper and stuff like that and uh Good his, copy, paper his son got into the mma stuff and he did some fighting overseas and whatnot and so they started these magazines and they licensed the name tap out for one of them and then the other one was mma worldwide so i sold you know advertising to mostly like nutraceutical companies because they always had money yeah, and they were always going out of business so it was always open ad space <laughs> it's like yeah well, minimum package is 75 grand they're like here we'll write you the check right now hopefully and is. then three weeks later you know the FDA is like oh you know you're banned in the United States <laughs> and we had with them we had no so I would, it was kind of a con but whatever yeah. paid my bills that's amazing. Uh, but I was doing surf lessons at the same time. Okay. And we would do down at
0: uh, toes. No, toes on the nose. Toes on the nose right down here. the street right yeah. here. Yeah,
2: they had a shop. I don't know if it's still they there. They share with old Hyatt. Man's Rule, or they? Yeah, they are. They, they are, old, they yeah, are old the man's. same. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They um they had a shop at the Hyatt in Huntington. Okay. They can still can do it there. Do they? Yeah. I haven't been. I'm not. I don't. I only don't sneak into it. the water slide pool. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I go. I've been going to the Hilton has a bar on the top on the top floor. Have you been there yet? Yeah. oh the Hilton. It's too damn small though. It is tiny. It's small. Yeah, but it's the best view in the area. Yeah. It's rad.
0: I, we keep talking about it. I haven't been there. Oh, it's I'm, great. Like, me and my wife talked about it yeah. last, last it's, night. It's oh. a badass.
2: They have, like, happy hour and stuff, too. So it's not because it's kind of pricey like everything else is. Yeah. But uh, I remember, like, the same on that, like, safety injury of these, like, Midwesterners and they were surfing. We tried to tell them because they had, like, a probably an 8-4. So you did board. surf
1: lessons right in front of the hill? Uh,
2: we did sometimes. We were technically supposed to, I think. But we would take them to, down to Blackie's Okay. It was easier, it's
0: like flat sand bottom. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you You're hoping they get, get laced by a by a stingray and never get touched water again. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, step right there on it, little kid. <laughs> um, what was it like most of the um, surf lessons from people out of state just here on vacation? Yeah. Right? Like, totally. Just,
2: and I got I I did I did surf lessons for some really interesting people. So it's a lot like this shop. Like yeah. I get some interesting people that come to the door, like, like yeah. there's famous people that come in here or whatever and there are, but there are bigger pains in the ass but yeah this this chick had a um yeah they had like a like a pro comp shortboard leech leash on like an eight foot board so oh, obviously it's t- too close yeah and she <laughs> like did like the sideways she was like standing like parallel and did like a step off and the board just kept going and then it the, the leash was short and she came back shunk and like because of the way she fell, it hit her like right in the top of the forehead. Oh! And she had blonde. She was blonde, and then she had red hair.
3: Oh! Very,
2: I mean, her forehead was just. So you had a hardboard, not a soft. They did. We had softboards. These are just around us. Ugh. No, dude, surf lessons are the easiest. Like little kids or even adults. Yeah. What sucks is you can get real fat people. Like that <laughs> I want to be Kelly Slater. Like, well, yeah. you're gonna need to exercise just a little bit more yeah. before I can help you surf, cause.
0: But the, it's cool, like, you know, experiencing like people people that yeah. never touched the water and seeing yeah. the joy on their face yeah. and like, oh, yeah. I mean, just getting them to their feet. They're you know, for them that's surfing, yeah. Just standing up, just standing and, and cruising. They probably had the biggest smiles ever,
2: mm-hmm. just I, freaking. It fun. was it was really cool to see that. We have a
1: couple friends that uh, that do that for a living. You know, as a side job or whatever. And sometimes you see them out in the water and you know they're they're showing kids or adults you know how to surf and you know you catch a glimpse of their faces when they when they stand up and they like their faces are just oh, yeah. beaming and you're yeah. just like out for a split second i'm actually stoked for them and then I, and then i go get the hell out of here
2: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm really glad but you can go back to oklahoma now it's fine. yeah yeah i'm glad you saw the ocean you came you conquered you can tell your friends you surfed this summer first day back it's cool but
1: Welcome to Huntington Beach, yeah, now go home. Exactly, <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> so cool.
1: Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, surfing's We forever, love you.
2: Though. Oh, that's what Jim, Jim Phillips Shapes on He uh This was, you know, probably 10 years ago now. He's like, just wait, surfing's going to become the worst sport ever. Like, what we know it now and what we'd like. Like, he grew up in, he was born in Rhode Island. Like, if wow. he wanted to surf... He was wearing freaking like dry boots and like dry suit from fishermen. That oh. part of the year, if it was good, That's so cool. And dude, you're when getting those like, guys go t- dude, through on the east the day, coast. Crazy. I, I I don't know if I could do it. Frozen faces and yeah.
1: well, well, duct taping.
2: Yeah. Suits. Yeah. You know,
1: and the legs in the sleeve. Yeah. And then, val vaselining yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Mm-hmm.
3: That's all some this, serious... All yeah. this Vaseline. So yeah, that, all know, over get, your face. Like, yeah.
2: yeah. I remember the first... I think it was surfing or surfer that did a... Um, it was probably like Nantucket or something like that. And it was, you know, snow four feet, feet four feet of snow. And these dudes and like... That was, I, I was probably 10 maybe. So it was yeah. like 20 years ago. And surf exploration was still like a thing. Or like... Yeah. The places where we surf, you know, Southern California, Hawaii, Australia. Like it's warm most of the time. Like, yeah. We wear wetsuits part of the year, but and you start to see these places and you're like, Oh, you surf in Nova Scotia. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Right. And then dude's That's I, commitment right? one then, dude, man. I remember one dude he's like he's like, I don't smoke. He's like, but I'll light a cigarette and I just hold it in my mouth right here. So when I walk, you know, to the beach, my face will stay warm. Oh,
1: that is so crazy. But it was like
2: zero degrees. Oh my god. Like, I mean we're spoiled in Southern so California. Spoiled. like... Yeah.
1: I smoke because I surf. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> that, is, exactly. that is crazy <laughs> why'd you start smoking because I surf mm-hmm. that yeah. is so
0: crazy I didn't want my nose to fall off on the walk to the base. beach keep I base, mean I, just here in the winter you know the Huntington has a ton of sand just running from your car to the beach your feet are freaking and I'm like this is wussy ass California yeah. or Southern California yeah. we're wussies. I can't, I, I can't yeah. wear booties either so. no they're dangerous Sucks. to me I think they're dangerous I hate them Yeah. Um, so
1: speaking of of surfing changing you know You've seen wave pools.
2: Yeah. I kind of want to go.
3: <laughs> Hell yeah, you want to go.
2: I want to try. Getting barreled like the best thing ever. And yeah. You can just tee them up. Be like, yeah, I just want the barrel. I don't want to do turns. Yeah. I just want to take off and just stand there.
0: Well, I, I remember Bruce, Bruce Irons, he had an interviewer a quote, and it's like, they asked him, like, what, what's your favorite movie? He's like, the barrel he's yeah. like i wish i could live in there my whole life <laughs> oh, it is such a good the first barrel you ever oh to spend the rest of my life yeah. inside the barrel i remember it, the, it is the, time stops dude, it's it slows the best down feeling.
2: It's, it's the best feeling yeah i don't get them as often as i used to no i think my first barrel is 10 10 have you
1: had any opportunities for the wave pool yet
3: or not no yet?
2: i yeah there's a couple um just trying to figure out one of my buddies um his brother owns like a tech company out of North Carolina, and he's one of those like hey, he's cool, but he's got money like a yeah, lot. And so yeah. he's actually talked about buying it out for yeah. either of them or both of them yeah. that we can go to here in the states right now um, cool. for the day. Yeah, which would be which is like way too much money. It's, it's way too much but. money, but and you might get a brain eating amoeba. So <laughs>
3: well, yeah,
2: depends on which one you go to. Well, and the yeah. thing is too like. I think for me, I'd get, you know, one of the, the questions on here is like surfboard design and stuff like that. And yeah. I really, through that experience of having a surfboard company with, yeah. you know, some buddies that we're all very into surfboard design. Yeah. So, like, one of our good friends is this guy, Donnie Brink, Donald Brink. He shapes down in, um
1: yeah, out of San Clemente. South African guy?
2: South African, yeah. Guy. And he's a super, like, he's into hydrodynamics. He's kind of, I think, he's more so an artist prior to being you know building furniture or painting like he's just a real creative guy yeah but he got deep into like hydrodynamics in the way that surfboard design and you know All there are other flows. people there are other people that will claim like the like asymmetrical shit mm-hmm. you know they'll claim it super heavy like i created asymmetric and uh donnie's been on it for a long time like, yeah like, years been like ah but why like have you and, written it uh, asymmetrical boards, yeah. yeah. I've had a few. I got a couple in the rack over there. You ridden one? I haven't. I have not. Yeah, they're never cool, had they're one. weird, they're super weird. Like, yeah. I have one over there that Donnie did, but it totally makes sense. Asymmetrical tail, yeah. So, Gary Hamlet used to shape my boards as a kid, and we, I would, I remember the first time I like, I was kind of a you know, I was probably 14 or 15, and I was like looking at the rails, and I was like, oh, yeah, like you see the rails kind of weird, and, like you didn't. It's like a little bit like, you know, sharper and longer on one side of the tail. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. You shape right hand left or left side, right side. It's going to be a little different. Like I'm not a computer here. It's like, yeah, I'm not a machine doing this. And that was the first time it was like, oh, kind of. And I didn't know like then that like asymmetrical surfboards were going to become a thing. Yeah. But it made sense. Like, and then this board that I have that I really like, that one I think you've seen I don't know if I've ever surfed that, that I had it that day. I saw okay. it at Huntington. Okay. It's a 6.0. It's, um, it, the, the, the outline of it is, is symmetrical. Yeah. Um, it has, you know, stringers down the middle, but on the toe side, it's got like a traditional, I think it's a Hobie, um, fish mm. tail on the one on, on your toe side. Yeah. And then it's got like a double bump. It's got like a He's double, grabbing the board for us. it has got up. like a double bump, like. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah you got your traditional fish right regular foot and yeah so obviously it's like hold
3: that
1: up again sick
2: so it's like <clears throat> i love surfing fishes and i, I mean they've evolved yeah. so much and then this like on the heel side I, it just having you know this little corner not there little softer. but when you hammer it around on turns and this is a little bit bigger board yeah like i'm only five nine and this is six oh typically a lot, longest, lot of time I'm, yeah but it's yeah, only it's so really thin like if you feel it real like it's, it's not that thick. Oh, yeah. And it's really light. Get, but you can. Get like, by the microphone. You can,
0: uh. Yep, it's made out of fiberglass! <laughs> <laughs> you
2: can just set it on the ground. And, uh, but you can hammer that thing on turns. Like you can push it around super hard. And yeah. just, just the way that, that water flows off of it. And you know you get you know double V or like a little heavier V on the one side than the other side, and, yeah. it, and it's going to move water differently.
3: Um, what,
1: what um, comes up a lot is just like different designs and like how how surfboards have evolved over the years. Yeah, and it's cool because you know you could oh, you intruders. could do you could do all kinds of different. Yeah, you know feelings of surfing, yeah, totally. glide, and and um, ASIM like Matt Biolas is
0: kind of really started of promoting a lot totally. and you know he was, I don't know if he posted a photo of an ASIM board he f- you know found back in the archives that it was 25 years ago totally. he totally. shaped it totally. and at then people were just nobody grasped oh, the concept nobody. it was kind of like dude put that thing away mm-hmm. and you know. It's now coming full circle. Yeah, you think that like '90s surfboard culture was narrow noses with a
2: lot of entry banana, rock yeah. And
1: you have to blame Kelly Slater for that. Yeah, yeah.
2: well, he was getting tens at pipe, and people thought they were <laughs> Kelly Slater. Well,
0: you got to you got to blame him for the you know well, changes of today too. Yeah. You know? yeah, totally.
2: I mean, and you look at local surf culture for us; like we have so many different weird influences and in like the especially just coast of mesa
0: yeah and like
2: yeah. Some yeah, that of the most crew dude, and like the boards that alex shapes for himself or gets shaped for him like they look you, sick you, they look really cool yeah like they make you want to buy them but you can't surf them anywhere near as good as he does well that's yeah. so is yeah. he shaping he does shape yeah, yeah wow. a little bit yeah, yeah. that's cool
1: uh, and then
2: there's a Gatto gato gato robbie kegel okay uh, robbie robbie and i used to be friends back in the day and he so he actually learned to shape from a few different people um one of them being jim phillips and so he actually worked on like one of his models as the playboy mm. and uh, that that board was like kind of in that longboard that culture that swapped around probably yeah do you like i mean that was like 15 years ago where like the longboard culture thing started For sure. with some of the different you know sprout and seedling and yeah some of those movies that got made that were like,
1: yeah, like fuck, like it can be Thomas Campbell's,
2: yeah, Thomas Campbell stuff, yeah, Scotty, and there's a bunch of guys that came out of that like zone, yeah, you know, and it, and it created a whole subculture in surfing that's different, yeah, and, and it's not the, you know, aggro shortboard thing. Yeah. And now ag- shortboarders aren't even that aggro.
0: Yeah, we talk about it all the time, just the diversity of like types of, you know, surf. You were just a surfer back in the day, and now yeah. there's like, you know, you're yeah. a hipster surfer riding or whatever. Uh, I love you're the You're the longboard retro yeah. guy. You're yeah. the hotboard, you know, shortboard guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of different, like, but it's, hey, whatever. I mean, yeah, if you're I mean, out there having fun.
2: It's It's crazy it's good. when you watch, uh crap, I'm forgetting his name, the long haired dude who's Australian, Search for Hayden
1: oh uh craig anderson
2: craig anderson yep i think it's the ups guy maybe
0: yeah we're we're, you know it's a it's a monday folks we're we're in mix they got construction out in front on the sidewalks uh technically his shop's closed today but he still has to conduct business yeah
1: yeah what were you gonna say about craig Anderson?
2: uh watching him drop in on a five six Hypto crypto in macking cloud break yeah and then it makes you feel like you can be Superman too. Yeah, We forget that, like, <laughs> that dude is a creative, like, balls-to-the-wall surfer. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, people buy, like, the Hayden shape thing. Like, the boards are great. Like, the Hipto is one of the best boards I've ever surfed. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, if you look at my quiver, I really don't have traditional short boards. I don't surf those very often at all. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've, you know, surfed a couple of them. But... I used to make fun of my buddies for that this period of time. It was like, oh yeah, I'm going to surf with the Hayden Shapes like sponsored crew because everybody just got to buy that board. And it's crazy yeah. surf culture with, you know, media and our, our access to, you know, Instagram and all that kind of stuff. It changes so the great. trends in oh surfing so fast. Yeah. And like, there's a couple, you know, the, the wave pool thing, like talking to some people that have surfed them or whatever. There's going to be a wave pool model board for sure. So, there has to yeah. be yeah. because it's totally different. It's more like, if you've ever wake surf behind a boat, like yeah. the, the drive and everything is different.
0: It's got to be a lot shorter to fit in the yeah,
2: curve. It's yes. got to s- still
1: have a lot. Yeah. Settle down, guys. Settle down. For a ga- s- speaking from experience, what s- the time you got uh, stitches, shut the or hurry, you hit the J-Bow. bottom, <laughs> or before you hit you at the wave, late board. night, chill out. <laughs> but uh, surfing a Kelly's wave is magical. Is it? It it's on your own. You brought your own boards. It's horse. like yes, it's like surfing a perfect wave every yeah. single time which is crazy yeah but um but yeah i mean how is the learning knows?
2: how is the learning curve on that though? like because i hear the takeoffs kind of weird
1: the takeoff first right it, yeah i think you, you gotta know, take off down the line you can't there's so many different things that go through your head and, and all the advice and all the you know what i mean like your your, your mind's like you just don't want to miss the wave, put it that way. Like, that's your biggest oh, yeah, fear. Yeah, absolutely. You miss that wave, you're. Yeah.
0: You're. you're Cost laughing you a thousand stuck. bucks. Yeah, like, that's exactly. It's the most
2: expensive wave you've ever. Who is it? Uh,
0: it's okay. I
1: just want to say. Uh,
0: so, my yeah. car just got hit in the parking lot here. <laughs> we, we had to take a pause from the interview to go assess the
1: damage on Lyndon's car. <laughs> Some lady did a little scruffing or scratching on my car and left but hit and run
3: good neighbors run. In,
2: good neighbors in the shop area yeah that got that license yeah plate. decent people thanks, thanks we're coming, Noel. we're coming for you lady
1: yeah anyways so going back to eagle and pig barber okay you have some really rad partnerships with different brands i wanted to kind of ask you how first you know how those came up and then and what you guys are doing
2: uppercut is like the the hair product sponsor that i work with and they um they approached me in like eight almost nine years ago um when they started distributing in the united states they distributed then with absolute board company which was like penny skateboards and z flex yeah and um they were doing agenda and so i cut an agenda for the like the first time that the brand was in, in the states it was really cool Stephen kira and luke were the founders of the brand and they just thought my the the shop aesthetic kind of fit what they liked and surf, skate, you know, cars, bike, you know, hot rods and and motorcycles
0: and so then that now they're stuck with me forever. Yeah so do you um I mean products are expensive especially when you're using and you're doing all the you know the cuts here and there and you factor it into your you know sure you know you know sheets or whatever but uh do you sell the products here mm-hmm. as well so somebody comes in yeah we like, sell the full
2: the full line of all the that's cool products and yeah they've too. been really good to me through the years like i've gotten to go on some on cool trips and i've been all over the united states and you know a couple countries to so you for them cutting hair and
1: you do like pop-up barbershop yeah at,
2: pop-up barbershop music and, events and yeah yeah we're we're we at. did vestal village which you know anytime you just cut in weird like hot muggy or bad lighting like yeah, it's funny when I go to barber schools and like do classes for the brand too. Kids are always like kids, that are adults typically, but they're like, "Oh, how do I get sponsored?" And I was like, "You don't want to be sponsored." Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you, yeah. you're gonna cut hair in literally the worst places you possibly imagine, and then people's expectation are like, "You're a sponsored barber. You gotta like, yeah. this is gonna be you're, the best you're, haircut you're, I ever got." Yeah, the level like, of closing one eye, like trying to get like shadows, like God, it can be brutal.
1: You're like, you're like, hey, wait a minute, man. We're outside in the tent. I've been drinking beers all day. All day long. <laughs> <laughs> like, getting, what do you? What do you expect? It's the best
2: haircut, exactly. yeah. for me. <laughs> You're getting whatever I want to give you, and but it's you, gonna be great.
0: But you got some sponsors that are obviously not related to hair products. Yeah, right? I've been like, fortunate
2: to work with some cool people through the years, and like you know, sponsorships are like brand, um, they just come and go. Like I, I've worked with some rad, like I worked with Richard and Porter for a little while. Sweet. Um, I worked with house beer for a little while. I'm actually switching, uh, doing a, we're doing a beer release on May 25th at the Wayfair for, uh, it's called Pigs Parade Pilsner with Beach Grease, which is out of Vista. And uh, the artwork and all that's super cool. It's all pig influenced. And like, that's cute. Like obviously for the shop, like we give beers. And so having a, a beer sponsorship is, is really nice. Yeah. yeah. It helps. Definitely. keep that bottom line in a little bit more yeah. favorable. we're, we're
1: looking for a beer sponsor too
0: beach grease well it liquor. gives
1: you another uh dimension of like why you should come to totally. absolutely yeah. yeah yeah well it's an experience you're here to get your hair
0: cut but you know you want to hang out with have conversations with cool people yeah. um we you need know a liquor sponsor is what we need have a beer <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we need we'll a Jameson sponsor
2: <laughs> we drink too much of that yeah. um and then i've worked like i work off and on actually hopefully um uh, I'm doing the U.S. Open this year. Sick. Uh, of surfing. Vans awesome. is doing like a, I don't exactly know what it is, but it's like a, a cultural type thing, so it's going to be like a one-off tent with yeah. a bunch of different like Southern California, as far as I know, big Southern California, like surf, skate, Vans, kind of yeah music, whatever, artist kind of thing yeah. that... I think that, you know, tell like the van story, like yeah, as a culture icon, you know, for a lot of us. I uh, yeah. basically, well, only hopefully wear Vans. They, they'll
1: do a Pig Barber Eagle and Pig Barber Vans colorway. That'd be rad, right? Yeah. Oh god, I'd wear there them we all go.
2: I, I instead of
1: instead of having the the little um, thing in the back, the little rubber tab. Oh yeah, have that say Pig Barber. That'd what? Sure. I don't
0: know. That's that's kind of like the red tab. Like it's yeah, that's. I'll just do a little
2: sew on. There you I go. I have the, what, the Thrasher ones. I have the Thrasher and I got them because they're not like bold, but they just have it on the tongue. Yeah. Really, I love that. Um, so, we're doing that, but I'm going to partner with like Butt Snorkeler. I've known those guys for a long time. <laughs> awesome. And they do rad stuff. And yeah. so, technically, it's the year of the pig. And wow. so, for like Ch- you know, Chinese year or whatever. Yeah. So, we're going to do some cool shit for the US Open. That's just, cool. Yeah. Mackle. Michael. Do you do
0: any merchandise? Like tees and hats Yeah, and we stuff? do
2: tees and stuff like... I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I take, like, that inspiration from, like, so I went on this run for a while, and I'm, I might be transitioning away from it, I don't know, but it was taking, like, iconic photos that I just like and not really give a shit about what anybody else's opinion are on them. So, like, if you see, like, that one over there, the Notorious P.I.G.'s, like, yeah, Biggie. I love it. And did that one, and, that, and people really like that a lot. Um, but I did, um, like, this sticker right here. This is based off of the that like famous Mickey Dora at at Malibu oh, where he like wow. hung himself on the cross yeah or, at the beach and uh, that's epic and then his nickname was the cat so I did the pig the pig so I kind of like I like to do that then the the last tee the one that you, you just took a picture of Jay is a uh, my buddy Luke who's one of the founders of Uppercut okay he owns a barbershop in Nusa um, on the beach when he like he moved away from the Uppercut thing and like just. He moved. I mean, Noosa's like country beach. Yeah. Like it's it's mellow. Beautiful. And He has a barbershop there called General Officer. And we've talked for years about doing a collab tea. And so he we actually just did that one. And then the last one I did is this, like backwoods, like the cigars. You either smoke them as cigars or some people might roll them up into blunts, depending on your persuasion. But I just, <laughs> I used to smoke them all the time. Yeah. And I don't as much anymore.
0: Cigars are great. I don't so smoke I them often. But
2: they're nah, dude, I eat? Look, I hate the way it makes my face smell, and I sleep like crap after. <laughs> I just can't. I will sometimes when I know like out with the boys or something, and yeah. my wife's not around, and I don't have to hear it. <laughs> I just smoke. I got on. One of my buddies bought me a jewel, oh, like no. The little vape thing. And I don't smoke. I don't smoke it hardly ever. But if they go out drinking and you have that, like, oh, I'm smoking a cigarette right now, or uh. I'll, I'll backwards up. I'd smoke. Like on a drinking night, like out just having fun with friends or whatever, sitting around a bonfire, I'll smoke an entire five backwoods, just like like you're smoking cigarettes, which is awful, which is awful for you, yeah. It's bad for that surf cardio I don't have anymore. (laughs) Sucks. And then
1: uh, I see the the huge... The huge beer savage? Beer savage, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've known Tyler uh, for a long time now. Um, he's a good dude back when he was still at Active. Yeah. And um, he's actually in the car club that we do too. The oh, It's sick. called Hubcats, and it's it's a motor club, so it's motorcycle and cars, and not everybody even has motorcycles and cars right now. It's more of a, like a hangout group of yeah. friends. Like my, cars, like-minded cars interests yeah totally. like you know
0: buddies that yeah. like, people you can call on yeah.
2: like you know if you've had similar cars or hey I got a issue. problem with my carburetor yeah, exactly. what, do you, what do you recommend exactly absolutely and it's, it's the I best I not know so what a like carburetor
0: it. does but anyway
2: what I'm just
0: <laughs>
2: so we're gonna have to do that on just another podcast <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so if get one out we can break it down break it down yeah
0: it's the intake through the filter and it goes into the fuel injector <laughs> and then you know bypass the spark plug no I'm just so kidding. yeah
2: beer savage and, and I have you know, we've done a few cool things together, and I've always just been a big supporter of the brand, and, yeah. Yeah. and vice versa. Like, you yeah. know, he supports the shop really well. And yeah. So we like, you know, we have party starters for days for people that are late, and yeah, it's great. You know, it's the most. Yeah, fun they got they a have.
1: cool vibe, and he does cool stuff. Yeah, he, he like. You see that DC collab they're doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it's be sick.
2: sick. It's gonna be rad, yeah. and he's worked like. He's you know he loves the snow industry, Yep, yeah. And so they have he has some really cool relationships there that over, yeah. over the next couple of years I think are going to
0: be really rad yeah, f- for the brand. Fudo is like launching all winter, man. He yep. was like yeah. every every weekend post. Dude, I'm like Fudo, you're ripping. Funny little guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Brent Futagaki, he's one of those customers like I would love to cut his hair, but he's like, yeah, can you cut me in five minutes? I'm like no, Brent, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Screw you.
1: Yeah. He definitely has that that uh, barbershop look. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
2: Well, and he's you know Japanese, so you, you either grow it long or you kind of have to cut it short. Yeah. Like the hair gets kind of crazy. Like, Wiry. His, his brothers are the same, like you know, cool sh- short haircuts. Japanese. Yeah. They're really cool families. Fudagaki's really cool family. Are yeah. cool family. Yeah. We love them. Um. But yeah, and then like I don't know what other brands I'm working with right now. Um. I just kind of love. I work with Humble Maker Coffee, local. Hmm. Um, Brian Marseille. Um, he had had another. He had another coffee company, local that is still around, but won't be mentioned. And then he does the Humble Maker thing, which is really a cool, um, you know, locally sourced. I like to support. You know, there's yeah. many of the local businesses. Like I have friend. You know, friends that have restaurants and bars. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever car detailing. Like, uh, I, I value the community that barber the barbershop gives. Yeah. Yeah. To everybody. Like if. You know, you guys needed to be like, oh, and I get hit up a lot, which my wife gets annoyed about because people are always ask me
0: like, well, can you help me with this or can you connect me with that? Well, that's what's really cool about this area, yeah. Coast Mesa, because you have the industrial side and then you have the residential side, you have the restaurants, you have all these little pop-ups um, in the area. So it yeah. has a really, really cool kind of underground almost over- yeah. network. You yeah, know? it's
2: a great place to live and people take care of each other around here. I think as things have changed, that's even gotten a little stronger too. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people that Coast Mesa was so much different 15 years ago when I moved yeah. here. Like, this side of town was, this is where everything happened, right? Especially like yeah. surf, skate, beach, community, industry, art, all that. Like, that was a big reason why I wanted to be over here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then now it's changed, and you have you know weird craftsman style duplexes being put up in like you know off Shalimar Street, and like. That's for like, the hood... That's, like, where the gangs used to be. <laughs> yeah. And now we have these, like, pretty, you know, million-dollar... West side coast of Mesa condo yeah. duplexes with no yards. And you're like, yeah, yeah that's, that's, not what, that's not what it was about. And I think there's a, a good little crew of people that have been here a long time that are still doing a, some part of protecting what this area has provided, you know, to, to us as residents. Yeah. And then, yeah. You know, to... Well,
0: to be right here, I mean literally three four minutes to the beach yeah you know depending on what you know if you have to sit a light or two but i mean that's pretty amazing that you could have this kind of cool setup shop and then be that that close to the beach yeah super fortunate it's it is rad i like it
2: it's good i live down on ticonderoga and that's even closer it's like the nicest thing it's like a mile to work and yeah
1: you're living life right there buddy
2: yeah i just gotta go to the beach more often now Yeah. So you're, you're into
0: surf, you're into shaping, you know, like, into the surfboard, you know, building. You're He's a cars, greaser. So you're a greaser. I don't right? know about I mean, that. It kind of. You're yeah. kind of a
1: greaser. Yeah, I will. You're into I, tattoos
0: and art. You know, like, I mean, you've got a lot going on.
3: Yeah.
2: I think, I think to do my job well, you have to, or you should. Yeah. You should at least, like, live the life. You should try things. Yeah. Because if you don't, I mean, I think people in general should try things. Like, yeah. you should put yourself out in a, like, different comfort zone. But I grew up, like... You know, we didn't have a lot of money as kids. My dad grew up with Volkswagens, so my first cars were Volkswagens. Me too. Because they're eating you know, yeah. duct tape and, you know, a little this, that, you know, super glue, whatever you got, zip ties, and you can still, like, I remember my, the first football game, my senior year, I had two bugs, and uh, the one wouldn't start, and I couldn't figure out why, <laughs> and the other one, we had just gotten running, like, okay, but I knew it would start, and so I swat, like, pulled the battery out of the one, and, like, had to, I don't know, had to, like, it was just... I didn't have headlights and so I drove it and then I drove home in the dark after I was like yeah but it was having that problem solving like yeah my, my parents my dad like I got that which yeah. is cool yeah and it gives like in here like I don't know I wish I took more time to do things like there are yeah. like it gets hard to want to like really apply yourself sometimes but like everything in here I basically did by myself or with you know the help of my dad my brother you know building and plumbing and any of that stuff yeah it's cool yeah right now it's, yeah. it's a little crowded over there
1: so um, a lot of boxes what so- <laughs> were those boxes again <laughs>
2: so i'm starting a neck check like the little piece of paper that goes around your neck when you're in the barber shop oh you know one of those like oh
1: man i got this a neckerchief
2: i got kind of yeah and it's, it's just like a sanitary barrier so that you don't have to use a new drape every time Chase will you uh, continue to be the doorman please <laughs> uh, you're, you, you got staff and doors for you. Chase is here Get, uh, getting a, a pre a pre uh, like re uh, training um, going back in the military he's a really good customer of mine nice. good dude um so, we shouldn't keep you any, no, any you guys, longer? No, uh, he's, he's on my schedule. See, back to that.
3: This is my shot, my rules. <laughs> nah, he's, he just can, hit me can up. Can you and, make
0: him shotgun a beer?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah yes. just to
0: go done.
1: back to your neck of Oh,
3: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, you so started was,
1: a business.
2: Yeah, so I decided, like, hey, cool. I have a buddy that works in manufacturing a lot. And so I, uh, in overseas, and I was like, okay, this is my idea, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we did it we were able to get half orders. So this is one half of the, there's uh, Jay from Outpost has the other half of the boxes in his warehouse for his, his clothing distribution company. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> who, did, who did the artwork?
2: Uh, oh, shit, I forget. One of my buddies, it's a tattoo artist that he works with. Let's hope. Um, And it's supposed to have that like American like union, the name of the company is a union supply company. Um, and I'm trying to figure out exactly what it looks like. Uh, shipping that box is expensive. And so I didn't think that through very well prior to investing a bunch of money and time and space. So right now I'm, I'm knocking around the idea of doing like a give back thing for the, for the barber industry where I'm going to repackage these. There's black and white neck strips in the, and all of it and do boxes of six, half and half Do a flat price. Um, trying to find like a distributor somebody that will you know take up though you know it's a single skew and then give back to the industry whether it's like you know barber school scholarships um or like hardship kind of you know fundraising type thing because it's you know barbers don't we don't really think like it it, and any time you get a, a cash right you're like, well, what can I spend this on? And yeah. your debit card is like, oh, cool. Like, I know that there's money here, but it feels a little different when you're like, well, I'm gonna swipe this right now and you have to like sign or put your pin. You're like, that's how much money. But when you have 100 bucks or 200 bucks or whatever in your wallet, you're just like, yeah, I don't know, I don't have it anymore. And I totally forgot that it was even there in the first place where yeah. we leave work with you know a few hundred bucks every day yeah. in cash. Sometimes we do cards too, but we just spend our money like idiots. I all mean, well, your hobbies like you see all the crap yeah crap like I have a I bought a off of my buddy John I bought a 88 Fox Body Mustang four grand like I don't need that <laughs> I don't the It's really fun. super happy she loves it though that was her brother's first car so she's like God, oh, it reminds me like me a kid that's cool and she's really nice to me because I don't I don't have I have a 1993 Dodge Caravan that I drive around as my daily I saw that and, with the, uh, the pig pig barber, yeah uh, pig, license plate. pig barb license plate yeah, yeah. Uh, and that thing's badass 5 speed manual is is
0: that your uh, back seat that's the back seat yeah it's
2: the middle seat it was a nice maroon burgundy wrong burgundy colorway the the car was purple like a plum purple when I got it but the clear coat was like driving the clear coat would fly away like you'd see it floating behind so I got it painted because I I didn't want to get a ticket for polluting the world or whatever but yeah I love that van and then my truck that 60 F100 um, which is like a long term project it just changes and I go back and forth on all sorts of things with it, but that's cool. And then Harley's got a Harley at home too. And shit tons of surfboards,
3: shit tons of, surfboards. Shit tons of wetsuits. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, you know, I just, I love, I love surfing. I love it. I don't get to do, I don't do it anywhere near as much because of, you know, work is, yeah. you know, it's cool to have a job where people show up and give you money. And, yeah But at the same time, like I, I'm much more tied to the responsibility of my work than the, like the free time. Like, I wish I was a rep. Like, I always wanted to be a rep.
3: Yeah. No, you don't. I know. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Because <laughs> it's like,
0: uh,
2: oh, I love saw you. that. There's we this love like, our jobs. There's this freaking freedom that yeah. you can build into it, yeah. right? And I always loved that when I was working. Freedom always
1: comes with a price. Though. Yeah. yeah.
2: When I worked on my other jobs, it was always like, I, I worked them because I had the freedom yeah. to, you know, ah, fuck, I'm not going to go into the office or I'm not going to sit on the phone and, and sell ads for the magazine. Or, yeah. I'm not going to go to the popcorn store or like like any of the weird jobs that I've had. Like I, I don't remember the last time like we used to surf boneyards at Doheny all like every day, every day. Like I was there every day, twice a day. That was part of your
0: routine. four or five
2: hours, you know. I can't I can't remember the last time I was just. Well, That's an beach hour to get yeah. there. Park yeah, exactly. Exactly. And surf and then I'm uh, and I'm yeah.
0: And you're like, it just doesn't seem a feeling. No, it's like okay, I'm going to
2: go to churches. I want to surf churches for two or three hours. And hopefully the tide is good. I'm going to leave at five so that I'm there by like, you know, get in the gate at six. Poop. Right? <laughs> For me, the salt air in the morning is just like, fuck, I got to poop. After you have um, your humble... Yeah, a humble maker coffee and then I, you know, try not to terrorize the bathroom too bad. And go surf. So it's like, it's building it in like the weekends. I have buddies like, we surfed every day. I mean, yeah. what are you doing right now? We live in the house in Huntington. It was get up first thing in the morning go check it surf come back like built our college schedule so it's yeah. like you know monday wednesday and friday we can surf all day long and then work a little bit you know however work worked, worked out and yeah. now it's like yeah uh, yeah i can't i can't yeah. I have like 30 minutes on saturday morning that i have any free time yeah. kids life you know like getting in the get in the way which sucks but yeah oh.
0: so do you have any advice that you would give you know a, a guy that or girl. I don't know if they're girl barbers. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Um, that would, you know... should be more girl barbers. Advice on me. getting into the business and being, your, you know... Ah, dude, the bad, I, the it's like
2: anything. Like, anything we do, you, Like the more you fake it, the worse you're off. Like, yep. just don't ever fake it. Yeah. Like, if you want to do it, create, you know... Don't change who you are. Like I, you watch some dudes go through it and it's like, they start out as like, you know, dorky nerds wearing like cardigan sweaters and then by the end of it, they're like got their face tattooed and yeah they don't actually have the relationship to the experience it's like oh this is what I'm supposed to do to be cool in this industry yeah like, I just have always done what I want
3: that's funny. I want
2: to do it I'm gonna do it yeah and obviously that like, consequence you get yourself in trouble if you have that mentality and you have to know that like in advance yeah you know, you might offend people, or like, when the Chargers moved to L.A., like, I lost a couple of Charger fan customers, because I'm I, from San Diego, I was a diehard Charger fan, yeah. and I went, I went ape shit, like, oh yeah, Chargers are so close, I'm like, no, they're L.A. team, now screw them, I'm over it, and like, well, I'm never coming back here, you're not a Charger, you're a Charger hater, Yeah. Like, you're a vagina. you're a pussy. <laughs> bye-bye, God. God, I don't <laughs> even care, but, yeah, dude, I think, you know, in anything you do, whether, even, like, family you know faking it is always you always trying to like make up for faking yeah. right you're always you're always having to cover your tracks or you're always having to convince people of something that you're not like yeah. the energy that goes into that is not that's not worth it yeah you no. know like it's far from worth it yeah false life right? yeah, yeah just for, wake up in the morning and be yourself and do what you want and, you know have the conversations you want or need to have or you know do the job that makes you happy yeah yeah it's not. And have fun. And yeah. like
1: we were talking about earlier, it's like, life's too short to have regrets. And if you're faking it, guess what? you're going to have. It. It.
3: Yeah, it's all you're going to have. <laughs> yeah.
2: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, dude. Well, get out in the water more, dude. I'm going to try. This summer, last summer, I surfed a ton. <laughs> the water was so warm for months. Yeah. And I, like, I have... It's the one thing, like, the surfers that I don't get now is... Nobody invests in having like a balanced quiver. Yeah. People are like, Oh no, I'm only surfing like thirty one liter Hayden shapes or Rusty or Merrick and I'm, I'm only in like the five I have a five six fish and I have a six oh and I have a six two step up and you're like, dude it's an experience. Like it's yeah. a lifestyle. It's not And then you crowd the lineup with your shit. Yeah. You can't surf. You stand there like try to like fuck chop hop your way into a wave it's just like Get something that's appropriate for the conditions. Yeah. Like I have an entire plethora of surfboards yeah. that I can surf. I could surf every day. Yeah. What sucks is like you know I'm the consistency. I'm here.
0: Yeah, it's be open-minded and go have fun. I mean, there's yeah, you could have just as much fun on a crappy day if you, your expectations are low and you're on the right board and
2: totally. You're just, yeah,
0: Ugh. and like
2: longboards in the morning, like run down on the beach for an hour, catch a hundred waves real quick, and yeah. then come to work. I felt I feel so much better. Obviously, like we're already into like June gloom right now. Yeah. It's kind of shitty, and it rained this morning. It rained. It really stupid. weird. Stupid. <laughs> like, what? It's May.
1: It's almost May. And yeah. I just, you know, I'm hoping we did, We never really had the April showers. No, a couple, couple we little drizzles. Yeah, we had it earlier this year. That's for damn sure.
2: Yeah, so much rain, so much crap water. Yeah. But I think you know, hopefully this summer, like you know, Southern Hemisphere swells. And yeah. Some you know, backside barrel. Lock on for, wood. Yeah, For Please. those of us that are not. Mother
0: nature. It's in some Southerlies. Oh, I can't
2: wait. <laughs> I, I need to, I actually have, like been thinking of boards. I want new boards for that. Yeah. Shit, dude, I, I, need, to, I need
1: to order some new boards too. Yeah.
2: Well, try some new stuff out.
0: Let's go shred and I'll, I'll split the peat with you, bro. Sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. left, go yeah, right. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So,
1: I think we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, dude, that, you was, know,
2: that lasted a lot longer than I thought it was going dude. to. Dude, and our little uh, interludes with you know your
1: car getting smashed. <laughs> yeah, Dane Hesse, Eagle and Pig Barber. Um, your address is
2: 1782 Monrovia Avenue, right next to Outpost Kitchen. Yeah. Um, so that lady got her lunch. That smashed Linden's car. <laughs>
1: Keep your eyes out for uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Mid forties. <laughs> no thank you for for uh opening up your uh your shop on your day off we really appreciate it thanks for Um,
2: thanks for coming by it's fun yeah
1: Yeah, dude this this is our pleasure it's uh it's been really fun you know hanging out with you talking about surfing talking about your business and you know good luck
0: i'm just pissed i don't have hair dude i've been there all the time (laughs) straight razor
2: head straight dude (laughs) Do you do a sh- like sh- like shave in the shower kind of thing? I, I do. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I Dude, if it's... you ever want to treat yourself, it's just hot towels and yeah, just put the sugar razor on that. Put a neckerchief and, on them. Yeah, we'll yeah. put a neckerchief to make you feel comfortable. <laughs> for sure.
0: Sanitize, you know, yeah. away from all the like nasty. Jameson and yeah, yeah. we
2: got a couple. Like if you guys ever go to Wayfair, like Big Sean, he's one of the owners there. He's bald and he has a beard, and yeah, you know, it's it's nice to like it's part of the barbershop community and yeah. Even if you don't have hair, like dudes that shave their head because they're bald, balding, or like, I'll still do it better than you will. Oh, I bet. <laughs> You know, like yeah. yours is yours is you know when you yeah. go like smooth, it's <laughs> yeah. If you when you miss the the hairs around the ears yeah. or like the length. Well, had it It looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. Yeah. What's well, like uh you know you guys know Derek Sabori? Was a victim for a yeah. long time. I remember like the process of helping like helping him cut his hair. To where now he's he just shaves oh, it super like, short.
0: Yeah, like eight years ago, I was doing a two. Five years ago, I was yeah. doing a one. Three years ago, I was doing a zero. Just and Now I'm doing a, a just, Beckett. It yeah, just keeps going. Nice, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, once you get it, like, if you get it tanned up, and your, your skin gets used. You're, yeah. It's so easy. It's so easy. Far soap all yeah. day long. A cool little <laughs> sunscreen
0: on the dome. Yeah. Or your umbrella hat. Yeah. If yeah. You know? oh I live in hats. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Very tan long. Wear your surf beanie. <laughs> this yeah. has
1: been... An amazing conversation. Cool, Dane Hi. Hesse, Eagle and Pig Barber. Pig Barber, thank you so much. Come get, come get your uh, domes cut here or your beards. Yeah, or we're all the above. Get beer. your uppercut. Get your humble humble maker
2: coffee. Yeah, beer, get your sad, beer random savage. Beer savage crap. Yeah. He typically drops off all the stuff he hasn't sold online. So we have this <laughs> random, his random one-off selection of t-shirts. And go. if you do Dude, come, come late because you'll have gun to a beer. Gun yeah, of beer. a gun of beer.
1: Dude, uh, thanks for having me thanks right. Dane thanks. this was awesome late
0: thanks for tuning in we hope you enjoyed the show
1: please give us a 5 star rating and spread the word special thanks to our good friends James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music